Welcome back, everyone. It is Asian Cup time once again, and it is semi-final time. We've had two very intriguing, very fascinating semi-finals in the AFC Asian Cup, and we have our final, Jordan against Qatar, as we all predicted at the start of the tournament. Yes, absolutely, yes. No surprises here. Glad you're alongside me. What would you make of it all? Nathan, I predicted Qatar made the semi-final. <laughs> So stick that in your boot. Um, (laughs) Hey, mate, how are you? Uh, Good to be with you again, as always. Hello to all the Backpeg listeners. Uh, Absolute pleasure to join you once again. Hope you're all uh, digesting all this for your oral pleasure. And, um, yeah, what can we say? This Asian Cup tournament keeps throwing surprises. Um, It won't throw many more, I don't think, because we're at the final now. Well, there's one more I can throw. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but having said that, this has been – this semifinal phase was just um, very entertaining, very entertaining. Yeah, after a, a set of quarterfinals that were not boring, but they weren't – they didn't have the real massive high drama, maybe around Japan aside. Oh, there was drama, but there was grit. There was a lot of grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. And compare that to these two semifinals and – We've had some amazing semifinals here in Asia. And to um, compare that to Africa, I think I'm very happy with what we saw in this Asian Cup. And look, we'll go through the games mm. uh, one by one in a second. But mm. just from the offset, that iran Qatar game could be game of the tournament. Oh, it is game of the tournament. Yeah, it's going to take... Like, for, context, for context, when you throw the weight of context in there as well, mm, mm. it has to be the game of the tournament. That was the most entertaining game of football in this um, Asian Cup so far. That was an absolute cracking game, and there have been some cracking games. There have been absolute, some, you know, there have been some cracking games. But um, Iran Qatar for mine is the game of the tournament when you factor in all the considerations now. But we need to go back to Jordan South Korea. Yeah, let's do that one first because that was played on um, Wednesday morning Sydney time, and wow. I, look, in our quarterfinal recap and semifinal preview, we did discuss that South Korea were favourites. Not only were they favourites for the game, but they were favourites of the four teams left to take out the tournament. We did discuss that individually. They have that individual brilliance, to quote our favourite Ned Zelich, right? Um, <laughs> with regards to game breakers and being able Boom. to... Yeah, that's right. Anyway, <laughs> game breakers, and um, you've thrown me off now. <laughs> but yeah, individual game breakers, and that Jordan would be a real prickly side for them because of the fact that they shared the points in the group stage. But I did not see, as I said in, in the uh, preview, I did not see Jordan actually defeating South Korea the way in the manner that they did. It was comprehensive. It was. And South Korea having no shots on target doesn't quite tell the full story. They had a couple of big chances. They hit the post, which probably should have gone in. And there was another one that, again, they probably should have scored from, but it was wide. Correct. So it wasn't a case they completely nullified the South Korean attack, the Jordanian defense, but they were the better team across the 90 minutes. They deserved to go through to really well-taken goals, particularly Musa Al-Damari. Mm-hmm. And he's yep. been threatening to score a great solo run this tournament, Agreed. he almost got one against Iraq. He got one here. And look, it's goal around. Not for mine. It's a great goal. 
It's a great mm-hmm. goal, Nathan. Absolutely. Like, I, I can't argue with you. It's a great goal. Oh. But I don't think it's goal around it. Yeah. No, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. And I, I don't necessarily disagree with you either. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, let's get to that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Sure. But, yeah, Musa Altamari, he is the best player in this Jordanian team in the, in a forward sense anyway. And not that the other players alongside him are bad, but he is just a cut above everyone else. And he's a fantastic footballer and I really enjoy watching him play. I have done at every phase of this tournament I've seen Jordan. Mm. And off the back of his performances and half a dozen of his teammates, they absolutely deserve to be in the final, based on what we've seen. Based on the performance in the semi-final, yeah, mm. they they definitely deserve to be the to be in the final. They were the better side unequivocally. South Korea couldn't yes, they had a couple of chances, like you said, no shots on target, but I think this was one game too far for this South Korean side, given the efforts that they've been putting in. Because they've been, they haven't been great. They haven't been a cut above the rest that we thought they would be. And I think that's actually due to, like I said in the in, in the preview, I think that's down to the bench, right, and the technical area rather than the players' capabilities. Yeah, and Klinsman is in the firing line after Korea's exit, as expected, and. Look, probably not undeservedly either, because this Korean team are the best team on paper at this tournament in the semi-finals, and really they should be beating Jordan. Like we can give our flowers to Jordan as much as we sure. like. Yeah, how they turned up on the day, they were the better team. They played Korea off the park. Correct. But what Korea can provide, what they boast in their attacking assets, even at the back too, with Kim and Jay, even though he didn't play the semi-final, which sure we need to cover off a bit more, but. Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no excuse for Korea to lose this game. Nathan, I didn't see any change in tactics at all for them to actually try and win the game mm. as the game was going on. So no changes at halftime, no changes at the 60-minute mark, no changes at the 75-minute mark. When are you going to try and win this game? Or when are you going to try and get back into the game? Because you've actually got to go chase the result, right? Um, you know, Jordan having scored either side of the hour... You know, it basically killed off the game. There was no change after or to the to the structure of the team after the first goal. Well, Gusel Joe came came on and after the first goal, and there was no change to the formation. No, no, no. Like, is that it was a like for like way of rolling the date, rolling the dice, like like trying something a little bit different? But realistically, as you say, like that's not a difference at all. And they didn't really threaten after going two 0 down. They didn't threaten. It was in the it, the changes were ineffectual. Yeah, right. So um, you're either going to the way I look at it is in a knockout game you're either going to go you're chasing results so you you either are going to try and affect the game so that the momentum can change by making a couple of tactical changes, right? Not like like not okay. I'm just going to take this player out because he's tired and I'm going to put that player in. Mm. Yeah, you know what and I mean? that's all it was. So. Um, yeah, just incredible. Incredible that Jordan um, had that performance and um, and, and they were well deserved, you know, well deserved victors. Well deserved victors. You know, at the Kwang Hee Chan and Lee, Lee J. Sung, like we we're talking about now, those changes came at the 81st minute. Yeah. Right? You it's could have late. made it's too late. You could have made those changes at the hour and try and stop the second goal. Right? But anyway. Yeah. And we should talk about the defense for Korea as well. Mm, mm. Kim Min Jae not present, suspended for picking up two yellow cards previously in the tournament. Yeah, 
they weren't exactly defensively solid in the earlier rounds, but they were shambolic in the semifinal. Yeah. And the amount of times I gave the ball away in the early phases of build-up is just ridiculous. And the defending for Altamari's goal is a joke. That's true. I mean, it, the, they definitely made it very easy for him. Yeah. You, di- you didn't see these kind of um, defensive lapses or the turnovers in possession so much in the previous games against Korea, but there was more so, in particular, the Socceroos actually really pressed high, and that's what kind of, you know, and won the ball rather than actually having the ball handed to them. In Jordan's case, it was like they were assisting them by yeah. and large, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, a straight part, like a straight pass rather than, hey, I've been dispossessed. Mm. So uh, when you're getting gifted the ball like that, definitely makes it easy. And, yeah, you're right, Mr. Tamari's goal was... I mean, it was very well taken, but geez, um, a very, very good assi- assist in a way. <laughs> just basically <laughs> saying, "Here, have the ball. Just come and take yeah. it." But even then, like, not just from when he picked the ball up, but after he started carrying it forward towards the goal, like no one was trying to close him down. They just let him dribble past. Yeah, they did into a shooting position. Yep, and he is the danger man. He's been the danger man all tournament for Jordan. He's been threatening to do that. Yeah. So how you can just let him walk on through, well, a bit more than walk, but, you know. And Effective, effectively, that's what it was. Yeah. And, well, stroll, moonwalk through the defense, if you will, and put the ball in the back of the net, not in the corner. I think the keeper was blinded uh, by one of mm. his defenders standing in front of him. Yeah. So I don't really blame too much blame at the yeah. South Korean goalkeeper. It should have been stopped well before it got to him. But it's just crazy. Like, that you're allowing someone of that quality who has shown that he's willing to make that goal happen, try and make that goal happen on tournament. Mm. No one, even someone should have taken a yellow there if you can't get the ball. Yeah. That's where you, that's where you consider strategic yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. And totally agree with you. That again, to mine, for mine goes to the dugout. Ineffectual. Yeah. And Ineffectual. the players look unaware of the threat that Altamari possesses. Which is really bizarre considering that they actually played against Jordan in the group. Mm, yeah. Like, re- like, realistically, preparation for the game, surely the first point on what Jordan are likely to do. Video session. First, the first video session should be if Musa Altamari picks, picks the ball up in this 30, space. 40 yards yep. from goal mm. in space, he will dribble to the goal. That's what he will do. He does it every time. Bring him down. <laughs> yeah. Close him down. Just make sure you're not the last man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's quite simple, yeah. really. Yeah. It is. And yet, seemingly, Korea were unawares and or just unwilling to do the defensive effort that was required. It seems like they didn't do a video session of their previous encounter, mm. which I'd be very curious to find out if that did, did, in fact, not take place. And this is the kind of thing where I think, and look, you know, I didn't want it to make it sound like I was being disparaging or disrespectful or, or about Klinsman, right? in the previous episode, but uh, he's been found out, you know, he's been found out tactically right now. He, that performance wasn't great. No. And I think he got found out when he was coach of the, the U S as well. Oh, let's not go there. I mean, that's, that's conquer calf. That's a completely different thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, you're right. You're right. I, there's take parallels here. Yeah. There are, there are parallels. Yeah. Look, I was surprised he got given the Korean job 
in how did you report it? He happened to stay in the same hotel and wandered down to the lobby and saw the Korean FA. I think that's how he got the job. <laughs> um, that's un, you know an unofficial. <laughs> it's an unofficial account of what happened, but <laughs> but it seems that way. Um, yeah, we'll have to pose that question to Paul Need if we can get him on at it. Mm. Um, for our end of AFC episode, when we recap the whole, you know, the Asian Cup final, just astounding, just astounding. And look, full credit to Jordan, full credit to Jordan, because they were brilliant on that occasion um, and steady hand in the dugout, very, you know, were untroubled by and large in this game, which was very surprising considering the caliber of players that South Korea had. So as bad as or isn't as ineffective as South Korea were, Jordan were effective. And that's the and that's the tall, you know, that's the tail of the tape, really, when it comes down to it. Uh, you know. And Jordan go on to the final to compete for the Asian Cup. And imagine if they win the whole thing. We'll talk about the final at the uh, back end of this podcast, Lars. But yeah, indeed. Iraq in 2007 was a surprise winner. Yep. Are we here witnessing another West Asian nation pulling off another miracle win? Oh, look, well, yes, if Jordan win it, it's a, it, it is a shock, right? Um, but like I said, full credit to Hussein Amuta, the, you know, the manager yeah. of the Jordanian side and his staff and the players because they've had a heck of a tournament, really, a heck of a tournament, you know. Um, you can't fault them. You can't fault them in any way. You know, they've finished third in their group. Well, they, they threw that last game away against well, Bahrain. Yeah, because it was the poison chalice, right? Yeah. And they've been vindicated. <laughs> but they've been vindicated. And that Jordan but Jordan side, who's to say they couldn't not have done this against um against Japan? Yeah. You know, had they point. had they happened to play them, right? So yeah, but you're right, they have been vindicated. And unlikely, you know, unlikely victors against Iraq. That was a dramatic game in itself. You know, then you had the uh, Tajikistan quarterfinal, and then we really had the performance of their tournament against South Korea. Mm, yeah, it's been a fun Asian Cup for Jordan. They haven't necessarily blasted their way through every no. game on the route to the final, but they've got the job done when it matters by hook or by crook. They've got through, mm-hmm. and here they are, and uh, they take on a uh, Defending champion looking to go back-to-back, lads. Qatar getting the chocolates over Iran. And this game, we already said it's a game of the tournament. you got to hype this up a bit more, Nathan. The undisputed (laughs) defending (laughs) Asian champions. AFC Asian Cup champions of the universe. AFC, no, I wouldn't go to the universe. (laughs) The reigning, defending, undisputed (laughs) AFC Asian champions, Qatar. And what a story. What a story. Mm. Win the 2019 version of the AFC Asian Cup in preparation for the Qatar World Cup that they were hosting in 2022. Bundled out at the group stage in the World Cup that they are hosting, right? Based on the fact that they were Asian champions, we were expecting a lot more from them, considering that they were the, the host nation as well. But to actually then come back from that and defend the title that the way that they have is phenomenal. And full credit to them. Full credit to the Qatari FA. Full credit to the playing staff and the playing team, the roster and the coaching staff, because they've done a heck of a job, a heck of a job. And uh, under the watchful eye of Tim Cale as well as football director. Yeah, and to think Carlos Kiros 
left the team not long before tournament start. Three days before. Yeah, and you think, what's going on here? Are they going to capitulate like they did at the World Cup? Uh, quite the opposite, indeed. And we'll talk about some individuals, but just as a team, they look like the big fish at this tournament. They look like a team that is where here to win this Asian Cup. We did it in 2019. We're here to do it again. There's a sense of arrogance about this team, and I don't mean that in a negative slant. Confidence. Yeah, confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like They know they're the best team in Asia, and they fully believe it. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. They're very confident. There's no doubt about it. And their confidence is uh, well-deserved. It's justified. How can it not be when you see the performances of Akram Afif and Amor Azali and El Haidos? Mm. Such such wonderful goals they've scored, such fantastic football they've played. Mm. And on the pitch, Qatar are absolutely brilliant as a, as a football team. Look, the start to the game was interesting with uh, Asmund scoring for a run. Yeah, that was a... You know, interesting goal. Uh, a bit lucky, I suppose. Yes. To, but uh, well taken. Mm. Doesn't have the same shine as an overhead should. No. But no, you that's know. right. <laughs> no, correct. But look, you know, to you know, so Ryan came out of the blocks very quickly, and then Qatar got into their rhythm, got into the game, and were threatening. And you know, they were always going to score in the first half. Right? They looked like they were going to. They were good for at least the couple, which they which they got. Um, Gabert scoring and then a fifth, that man a fifth. And that what a goal. is yeah. my goal of the round. <laughs> because, I mean, he almost did it earlier, mm. right? But to actually then go ahead and look, he had a bit of the Mo Salas about him. He has he a bit did. of the Mo Salas about him, right? He's, mm. he's just a, a phenomenal player to watch. And I rate him. I think he's just a brilliant attacker. He's quick, yeah. great with his feet, you know. And he's shown how clinical he is with his finishing. Yeah, and for the goal he scored, the first touch is perfect. Then he's got the confidence to take on a man or two, little jink, and just slots it with pace and power past the keeper. No chance. Mm -hmm. Look, in some tournaments, that would be in question for goal of the tournament with how clinical he's taken it. Yeah. There's some exceptional ones at this Asian Cup, which you're not going to change my mind on another, on another scale. You're, you're not changing my mind. <laughs> uh, Al, no, Al, I wouldn't want to either. Uh, Al Haidos, um, with that volley is the goal of the tournament. So, I mean, yeah. uh, look, it's unlikely it'll be surpassed, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> maybe there's something in the uh, bag of tricks for the final. Maybe, maybe, you know. But this game, Laz, we've talked about Qatar and how well they've performed at this tournament and this game. It could so easily have gone the other way. Iran had so many chances, particularly oh, right yeah. at the end, to equalise. Oh, look, after the um, even after the send off, right? They had two mm. chances in run, and one hits the post. Keeper was beaten yeah, the, too, right? Um, the one from Jahan ba yeah. Basham, yeah, that's right. Basham was beaten um, at the back post there. So, but this is the kind of thing that we're talking we're, we're talking about tactical changes and the dugout. If you look at Iran and Qatar, but they both made their five changes, right? At, Various stages, so at half time and during the, the you know sixty minute mark, whilst um, sorry, Iran made four changes, right? But a couple uh, late on, right? Especially um, after the send off. So, but they threw forwards on because mm. they're chasing a result. Yeah, they went for it <laughs> as you should, it. and and and, <laughs> and it almost paid off. So you know that's about having faith in your team and what you got on the bench and trying to and affect also, the result. And also some faith in what you got at the back to Correct. keep the door shut while you chase the game. Mm. I don't think there can be any questions about um, Kalizada's uh, 
red card. I think that was it was last man. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think there's any I'm argument there. Kind of surprised it wasn't given in real time. Yeah, yeah. It depends how close the referee was to it, but yeah, look, it surely the liner would have said like clear. I would have thought so. Out. Yeah, I would have thought so because when you look at it side on, it was definitely clear. But yeah, um, but Ali's winner, you know, was a was fortunate, but he was in the right place at the right time as well, and tucked it away and did what strikers do. What good strikers do is you play the whistle. Yep. So you know that's all you got to do. That's it. That's it. And he's a beneficiary of a, a lagging fullback. So often the case that uh, one defender is a little bit lacking and keeps the attackers on side, and uh, he was good enough to find himself in the right position and finish it because mm. the ball was a bit behind him for the winner, and mm. he's done well to find that's the right. corner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But all in all, great game, a lot of drama, and you know what you expect in a semi final. And now we have the hosts and defending champions being able to defend their crown at right at the end which is an amazing feat because it doesn't happen that often these days where countries go back-to-back in their confederation, let alone a World Cup, but when their confederation tournaments. It doesn't happen all that often. No, it doesn't. Pop, Pop quiz. quiz. When was the last time a team went back-to-back in the Asian Cup? Oh, in the Asian Cup. Mm. Mm. Off the top of my head? It's not as long as I thought it would have been. Japan. I reckon we're the last ones to do it. Is that a guess? Yep. How'd I do? Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Now, I'm going to say that it is coming 2015 because it's straight one. 2011, they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, 2007 was Iraq. 2003, 1999. It how was. Did, how did I do? It was. There you I go. mean, it was 2000 and 2004. Okay, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because they. Yeah. Okay. I'll pay it. It's those iterations. Um, Nathan, I think the last confederation. Back to back would be Spain, Euro two thousand eight, Euro two thousand twelve. I think so. Yeah. All right, and and that's what makes this a very very unique in our modern day and age a very mm. unique um, opportunity for Qatar. Right. Yeah. And, and full credit to them. Very much so. If they do manage to get the chocolates at two a.m. Sunday morning is kickoff Sydney time, um, they surely go down as one of the best teams. We've ever seen in Asia, they would join that company because defending the Asian Cup, yes, on home soil, is something that we've not seen very often at all. Mm. No, that's right. And look, yeah, you're right. They do join. They do join that esteemed company. Laz, let's talk about both teams' roads to the final. Mm-hmm. We've covered off a little bit of Jordan's, but let's run yep. through it in its entirety. Sure. They started in match day one with a four 0 win over Malaysia, which. We thought was pretty impressive at the time. Yeah, we did. We didn't quite know the level of Jordan or Malaysia at that stage. Correct. And what we found on match day three, when Malaysia put three past Korea, perhaps it was a little bit of a sign of things to come. But match day two, Jordan, South Korea, a two-all draw, mm-hmm. up there with the best games in the group phase of this tournament. And that was really the first time we saw Jordan as, okay, take note. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that result did raise the eyebrows because... Because th- they really competed very well against South Korea at that time, you know. Uh, then they go to play Bahrain on match day three in the group. Yeah, which they completely threw away. They had no interest in winning that game whatsoever. And so many times you see it that a team will go for a a, a tank uh-huh. and then they are unable to switch back on again. Yes. 
but to their credit, they have that crazy game against Iraq. Yes, it. Yeah, that's right. Maybe if it wasn't Ali Reza Fagani in the center of the pitch, maybe the result would have been different because maybe a lesser referee wouldn't have had the uh, the boldness mm. to send, send off Hussein. Hussein, yes. Mm. So a bit lucky, perhaps. No, but they were good enough to get through and win that three goals to two. We mentioned the game against Tajikistan 1 0. I think yeah. Tajikistan may have had the better chances on the day. Yes. But they were resolute enough to get through it. Correct. And here we are, semi final time, career again. Play them off the park. The semi-final was the most convincing performance of all of them. I mean, even allowing for the four-nil against Malaysia, that four-nil mm. didn't show. You know, Malaysia weren't at the races at all. So it was, you know, on that day. Yes, Jordan were great, but the most impressive performance I think of the of the tournament thus far for Jordan was the semi-final against South Korea because of the context yeah. as well. So mm. yeah, no, it, it's. Which is a good thing, right? Because they're playing themselves in the form. They but, are, and they're growing into the tournament. Well, yeah. yeah growing but... confidence as well. Uh, but yes, on the other side of the final is going to be their toughest test, a yeah. Qatari team who have been really impressive throughout, particularly in the group stage. 3-0 win over Lebanon, mm-hmm. 1-0 over Tajikistan, 1-0 over China. Looked very comfortable in every game, didn't concede a goal. And we said at the end of the group stage that they were the most impressive team. Maybe Iran... But the only thing holding them back from that was the level of their group, the competition. Yep. So we had a little bit of question marks still on whether they were really one of the best teams at this tournament. Mm. I think over the course of the knockouts, we definitely have found out the answer to that question. Agreed. Agreed. So, Which game was it that stood out to you that you really thought, yes, they're here to win it specifically? Was it the 2-1 over Palestine, the uh, the win over Uzbekistan on penalties, or the semifinal? The win over Palestine, right? Was I think showed enough grit that they can get through to the uh, to the final. The performance against Uzbekistan showed you know that was their banana skin game, right? So you know went to penalties, went all the way. You know they were troubled slightly, but yeah, they performed well enough. And then against against Iran, look, that game could have gone either way, but I think Qatar were the better side in the semi final. Yeah, I think so too, and. It's a really tough test for them in the final because Jordan, as we've seen, we're expecting Qatar to have more of the ball, have more of the chances, but they're so dangerous on the break, the Jordanians. So they've got to have their wherewithal, Qatar. You're right there, Nathan. They do need to have their wits about them and play you know, in such a way where they're not caught short. The question is, does Qatar defend their title successfully here? How do you see it playing out? I think this will be a really close game. I'm not expecting... A blowout at all. Uh, you would think maybe Qatar have it in them to win 2-0, 3-1, something like that, and be relatively comfortable with it. I, Based on their performances, Qatar, they can do that. But mm. Jordan are just that resi- resilient mm. and that dangerous on the break. I think they will have their opportunities. It's just whether or not they can take them or not. They are underdogs in this final, absolutely. Yep, agreed. Can they win it? Yes. Will they win it? I want to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it'll be a KGF? It would be a, it'll be a crazy story if they go and win at Jordan. Mm. Do you think it'll be a KGF? No, actually, I think it'll be pretty fast-paced. Mm. I agree. I think because Jordan will try and break every chance they get. That's right. And I think that may just play into Qatar and they might start trying to force the issue as well. And I think you might see a, a high-energy game of football here. I think you're right. I like Qatar's midfield. 
And that's what I think is the difference in, in this game. I think that Qatar will win this game. And I'm going to say that they'll win 2-0. They'll win by two goals. Mm. Like, you know, either a 2-0 or a 3-1. But, yeah, I, I like the look at Qatar going into this final. I like the defense too. Yeah. We haven't spoken much about their defense. Right. Mendes That's... and Miguel on the right side have been really good. Yes, they have. And they're center halves not have been giving great too much away. Yes, yeah, yeah, the center halves have been great. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a case of whether Jordan can really ruffle the feathers and cause some sort of chaos in that Qatari back line. Can they do it? They could. Look, they he, one thing's for sure. Al Tamari, as soon as he's near the box, he'll be firing <laughs> shots. He will. And I don't think Qatar surely will let him have the freedom of the pitch like he already did. No, that's right. I think their lines will be a bit more compact with regards to that. They're, they're very fit, Qatar, and they can actually move move the ball very well and move with the ball very well. They put them they position themselves very well going forward. They're they're a good watch. I, I like them. I think I think they're deservedly uh, favorites for this final. Yeah, they are. They are. And look, head saying Qatar. Heart saying Jordan because I want the underdog story, and I'm going to say Jordan. Okay, well, maybe on penalties. <laughs> head, head saying Qatar, heart saying Qatar. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yep, for me. So, uh, yeah, but uh, it, either way, it'll be a great watch come Monday morning our time. No, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Sorry, yes. Mm. My apologies. Yes. Yeah, two a.m. Sunday morning. Well, do you fancy staying up for it? I will be. I'll be watching it over the Premier League goal rush. That's for sure. I'll be watching this instead of Premier League. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Premier League will, you know, they'll be keeping an eye on the scores. But uh, this is what I'll be watching on Sunday morning. There will be uh, a new reign for Kings of Asia. Maybe a continuation. Find out on Sunday morning Sydney time. It's we can't wait for the final, and uh, I'm sure you're in the same camp as well, listener. We shall reconvene after the final to. Uh, Give our thoughts on who was able to perform on the day and lift the trophy. Laz, thank you very much for being a part of this podcast, this episode. Greatly appreciate your your commitment, your input. And uh, listener, we will speak to you soon. Thanks again, Nathan. Thanks again, listeners. Enjoy the football. 